Radio Ronin Show is on the air. Welcome, welcome one and all to the return of the Radio Ronin Show. Oh, finally. Woo! How strange, man, is that we do, we do one show a week and it feels weird now. You yeah, know, we skip a show and it feels like it's been a long time since we've done this show. We were like texting each other, just like practically doing the show over text. Like we were just man, like, it was itching weird. to get back. Holy cow. We've, we, I'm so happy to be here. This was, uh, I, I, this is going to sound ridiculous. So forgive me. I know how stupid it sounds. I couldn't sleep last night. I was so excited. Oh, <laughs> that's too. so sweet. Yeah, were you really? Me too. I was so excited to do this show. I honestly couldn't. I I was I was like, I want to do this. And we can do uh-huh. this. And we can we can drink some Shasta. <laughs> and we can do this. And uh, and I was like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, right. What's wrong <laughs> with you? It was like I, Christmas. I was out like a light at nine o'clock. Yeah. Well, it's, Spencer's an old you man. You were? I, I'm an old man. You were yeah, out like a light at nine o'clock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I have a bedtime and I'm strict about it. Well, at least you're bright eyed and bushy tailed. No. This morning, right? And not only that, it's uh it's Hawaiian shirt day. It is. Heck yes, it is. Oh. Uh Josh is wearing his shark Hawaiian shirt because Shark Week is coming up. Yeah. Mm. No, it's Shark Week this week when this comes oh, out. Is it? Oh, is yeah. that what? Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I should probably stop and introduce everyone. <laughs> That's what I should do for a seat because I'm so excited. It's just and it's it, been so long. It's kind of like uh, when uh, when they open the the gates at a horse race or something. <laughs> I'm just boom! I'm just on my way. Uh, hey everyone, I'm Chunga. Welcome to the Radio Ronin Show. Welcome home. We're so glad we're, we missed you for uh, for a couple of days. There. Yeah. Uh, with me, as always, the smartest man in the room. Hello. Say hi to Chandler. Hello, hello. Uh, right over here, this guy. He will, no matter where he's at. <laughs> No matter where you're at, he will beat his own drum. And if you don't like it, <laughs> and if you don't like it, you can go to another Applebee's. I just need to join a band so that it, it, so the innuendo just goes out the window. You go to another damn Applebee's. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna do what I want. He I says. Love how the only person that complains about that one is Josh. Welcome, Josh uh, Hanson. Yeah, thank you, thank you. He was wearing his Hawaiian shark shirt. It was as nice. You said. Uh, it was nice talking to all the ladies that have now dropped me. Thank you. Oh, stop! <laughs> stop! You and Dave, your 800 girlfriend, and right over there, he's rocking a baby blue and white Hawaiian shirt. It's more of an it, Arizona is, is, shirt. Is, is it cacti? It's kind of a Southwest cactuses? kind of Hunter S. Thompson yeah, sort of thing. Ladies and gentlemen, the indescribable Spencer. Hello there. Yeah. Uh, wow, so excited to be back doing the show, as, as we've said. Uh, show today brought to you by Shammy, Chef Shammy. Yeah, yeah. Chef Shammy mm. Butter. Thank you, Chef Shammy, for your sponsorship. They use only real butter and natural flavors, no oils, preservatives, or margarine. Kosher. Halal. My two favorite Joker henchmen. <laughs> Kosher and halal. You're not wrong this time. No, that's uh, that one's dead. They made their debut. They made their debut in the '60s yeah. when Cesar Romero played the Joker. Yeah, kosher and halal. They were. It was a short-lived kind of thing, and then they both became red shirts on Star Trek. They yeah. moved. <laughs> they shifted. Cheech and Chong's first TV oh. role. Yeah, yeah. They had played by Cheech Marin and Tommy Chong. <laughs> kosher and halal. Gluten free, of course. Gluten free. Uh, check out realbutter.com with nearly 500 recipes all made using Chef Shammy Butter. Uh, our good friend, Chef Chef Shammy, Jacob Shammy. Mm-hmm. He's the one that put all those together. Mm-hmm. So go check out realbutter.com uh, and, and get those great recipes, especially with fall coming. 
Oh, right? yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They start their cooking again, a different kind of cooking. Uh, they're going to come inside and start their cooking. Uh, Chef Shammy can be found at any grocery store in Utah except Smith's. Uh, nationwide, you can find them at Sprouts, at Sam's Club. And don't forget to order them on Amazon.com. Just All right. So yep. easy. Good super easy. Yep, super easy. Uh, two Chef Chamois brands. There's the Chef Chamois brand, which you'll find in a colorful container. It's in the butter section. Okay. Uh, the fresh churned brand is also Chef Chamois, but it's more fancy. And that comes in a clear clamshell container and can usually be found in the deli or bakery sections. And it's good. It's, nice and easy. It's, it's good. good. It's whipped. I think. <laughs> whipped. Here's your flavors. Parmesan, basil, garlic butter, cinnamon, brown sugar, honey butter. My favorite. Asiago and chives. Uh, mm. Strawberry honey butter. Rich and creamy honey butter. Lemon herb butter. Black truffle butter. Chocolate butter. Mm. European style butter with pink Himalayan salt. Wow. Yeah, Some yeah. good flavors there. Never going to get sick of Pretty good stuff. <laughs> uh, thank you, Chef Shammy. So uh, proud to have you here on the Radio Rodin Show. Um, all right. Well, look, we uh, well, before we get started here, a couple, couple of things. Since we have to catch up, yes. right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Catch up. Happy birthday, MCAT. Yeah, yeah. Melissa Cat. Uh, MCAT is one of, that was like the most half-assed kind of cheering I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I know, and for MCAT too. Well, and for MCAT, MCAT. <laughs> you, you would think that you would. I mean, I know Josh are kind of lazy in person, but you, you know, <laughs> that was the laziest happy birthday ever. Well, I didn't. Uh, yeah. Woo! That's the Josh. That, that's the Josh. That's that we know. the Josh I know. <laughs> there we go. Right there. Uh, happy birthday, MCAT. Woo, yeah. So so happy you're 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 with us. <laughs> oh my gosh! You made it. I mean, sound what do you like say? It's like you know. Happy I mean, what do you say? Yeah. So my my yeah. cheery my cheering is bad, and you're you glad know, you're not dead. Your birthday, yeah. yeah. You're so happy you're yeah. still with us. Yeah. That's what I say to my great great granny. <laughs> and MCAT is. Uh, I mean, she's getting up there. Oh my gosh! <laughs> she, she is not. MCAT, we love you so Let much. Let me get you that shovel for that grade. You know when you're getting teased, MCAT, you know you're in the you're in the group. So and uh, the shovel for the grave is the one you're digging for Chunga right yes, now. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. hundred um, percent. and also, uh, in addition to MCAT's birthday, a couple more things that I wanna I wanna say thank you for. We're yes. we're late. We're very late. By the time this show airs, there's already been another bash music. Uh, since Studio 54 Night. Yeah. By the time this airs. Yeah. But I want to say a huge thank you to everyone who came out to Studio 54 Night. It was epic. Epic, it, epic, it, it epic. It was like record-breaking. Record-breaking so fun. And continues to get tons and tons of listens. You can listen to it at Spreaker.com, at Speaker with an R. All you have to do is just go to Spreaker.com, search Bash Music. It's the only one. It's, good. it's super hey, easy it's to easy, find. Yeah. And all of the Bash Music sets are there. So um, we normally, when we do the nighttime sets, those are not edited for the little kitties. The the ones that are family friendly are in the afternoons, mm -hmm. like the one we just did. Mm -hmm. uh, but that one is safe. The Studio 54 one is safe. I think so, yeah. 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 I, I mean, it's just straight yeah. disco music. So it, Even yeah. though it was at night, that one's safe. You can play it with the family and everything mm -hmm. else. So the soundtrack okay. of our road trip. And I think yeah, that, it was fun, wasn't I think it? The yeah. I think the most fun, though, was the chat because everybody changed their avatars <laughs> yeah. to like disco people or whatever. Yeah. I that was, was crazy. I was, the, I was the biker from the village people. He was the uh, me village Chandler. Was village my, Chandler. Was my nickname. <laughs> Ian was uh, Ian was the construction worker from the village people. Uh -huh. uh, I was uh, Danny Triviani, <laughs> otherwise right. known as John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. Uh -huh. uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Greg Pascal, the butterscotch panda, was Bruce Jenner. <laughs> From the seventies, he was seventies yeah. Bruce Jenner. I think Nicolette was Cher. I think at one point, at one yeah. point, everyone was switching so fast. Let's see. What, Josh, uh, what were you? I was the Studio Fifty Four Coke. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You were cocaine. You're cocaine. You took on a, per- a persona of Studio Fifty Four cocaine. <laughs> but my but my logo was actually Coca Cola. <laughs> and Josh kept screaming every few seconds. I want to be in your nose. <laughs> It was weird. You yeah, weren't in the chat was, room, Spencer, yeah, but it no, so awesome. it got pretty strange. <laughs> he yells at on dates too, though. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be in your nose. I well, love I this. Uh, um, by the way, uh, Tina Bobina, I think, won the night. Tina, uh, she was she yeah. was Jan from the Brady Bunch. Oh, was, yeah. Oh, Jan with perfect. an afro. Yeah. And it was the funniest thing we were dying. Uh, really, really fun stuff. So thank you to all of you. I had a great time. It was a hell of a lot of work. Uh, if you were, if you didn't hear it live, go listen to the sets. Yeah. We had a great time with it. It was so it was much fun. So oh. much fun. And I love this new thing that you're doing where you're sensitive to uh, the ladies. Yeah, right. I've noticed <laughs> like, that over like, the past week. Like normally you're putting like peanut butter on your scrotum and showing everybody. <laughs> Now it's what's what's happening? Why are you doing this? No, just I, like I said last week, you know, just now that I have this car and a little bit more accessible to the ladies, and so so you're dating, you're yeah, dating more, nice. and so now you're, yeah. you've got this image that you have to uphold, right? We did this. <laughs> Dano, do the three of us <laughs> need a high five? We no, we no? ruined Josh, right? Because now we can't. Now he's put away the peanut butter. His scrotum is clean. We can't talk about how he likes to beat his own drum. He's ruined everything. He's not Josh anymore. I still like peanut butter. <laughs> oh, this no. is like so. So, uh, are you dating? Yeah, no, I'm not anybody exclusive, but you, yeah, dating I'm just around. dating around, like You're going on dates. Yeah. Well, can like, we come with? <laughs> oh, we should. It'd be so much fun. Uh, maybe if I get a little bit more serious with somebody. Okay. So I can at least warn them. Josh, at your age, the third date is serious. Uh, that is true. You ought to be getting married at your age. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? The truth is, is that I couldn't be more happy for you, Josh. This is great. You know, I was going to do a whole thing where we did Josh's summertime girlfriend. Because we really, we need to find you somebody. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it sounds I like you're well on your way. I, 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 I will not say no if you still want to do that. <laughs> Well, I think the people you're dating might have a problem with it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Who's that? I'm just gonna say I hope this is what you wear to your date tonight because you're actually yeah, looking. Are, you wearing, shirt? are you wearing the shirt shirt uh, to your date tonight? I wasn't planning on I, it. Don't do it because I have I have some other date shirts. <laughs> date too. shirts. Yeah. Just don't what are you, wear what the, are your, okay. the. What are your lycra. dating shirts? Yeah, don't do the polo. Don't, no, not don't yeah, the polo. no, not the polo. Uh, <laughs> not not the baby blue one. That yeah, no. I uh-uh. uh, no. Usually, yeah, it's, it's usually just a nice little dress shirt that I I got from like old baby. <laughs> hey, that's all right. There's nothing so wrong, there's with, that. wrong no, with old baby. Yeah. No, no, I just yeah. Dude, I have old navy shirts. I do too. I wear them all the time. They're yeah. great. I, I love old them, navy's but... great. Um, okay, so uh, congratulations, by the yeah, way. Yeah, thank you. And thanks again to everybody who listened to Studio 54. And I yep. also want to catch everybody up. I want to say a very sincere thank you. I did this on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a very, very, very heartfelt, sincere thank you needs to go out to every single one of you for supporting the show and for helping us do something that I did not, honestly did not think was possible. Uh, if you didn't see the Facebook post, I'll just, I'll just try and keep it really, really short and really quick here. Uh, last o- or last August, excuse me, when uh, we were in Disneyland for my birthday, we had a big celebratory dinner at a place called Parker's Lighthouse in Long Beach, mm-hmm. and we had a lot of fun with it. And we were celebrating record high numbers downloads for Radio Rome. Yeah. It was something that we didn't think was possible. The numbers we were getting, we thought would not be possible without it, a significant spend in terms of marketing yeah, and things it, like and that. And I mean, it was a celebration. I mean, we were on cloud nine. We, we couldn't be happier. We were really, really we happy. We were so excited. So uh, last week I took to Facebook and I posted our a graph of our, our downloads. Hmm? 
and we're currently getting double what over double over what double. we were getting double, almost yeah. more than double what we were getting last august which, which is heart stopping yeah it's really intimidating it's really scary to think about uh and the reason this is happening is because of you because you yeah. guys mm -hmm. um have spread the word you've helped us out tremendously you we're finding people that used to listen to the radio show and they're thrilled and they're coming in and they're binging and they're checking out all the new shows. And we're also finding new people that have absolutely no clue what the radio show was. And they're spreading the word wherever they live in the world. Yeah. And it's working and it's growing. And uh, there's a couple of reasons for this. Number one is because of you. Uh, number two is because of Josh and Spencer. Nah. I, I, I would definitely yeah, say it's because of Josh and Spencer. Yeah. You guys are kicking ass and I'm so grateful. To both of you. So, you know, I applaud you yeah. both. Well, thank you very thank much. You. I mean, you guys are thrown into the fire and, and you guys have absolutely killed it. it we're getting, yes. I mean, we. I only showed the the downloads for Spotify, RadioRona.com, and for Apple. Apple, yeah. Those were only, uh, that wasn't a full picture that you got. But what it did was it accurately illustrated, okay, they're getting more than double the, the amount of downloads. We're actually on 40 different distro sites, distribution sites mm -hmm. yeah. for podcasting. That includes Pocket Pocket Cast and Podcast Addict and there's, you know, there's Google a whole podcast Google Podcasts and, yeah. and there's I mean there's a whole bunch of them. And we really only took 3 of them just to kind of illustrate what that looks like. But but you guys are coming in from all over the place and I just want to say thank you real quick. Yeah. Not well, only seriously. to you guys but to our Patreon people. Uh, the Patreon investors, it is your money that is funding this. It's your money that's fueling this growth. Yeah. It's your money that's fueling the billboards and um, the upgrades in equipment I, and the I, things that we're, you know. Can I say, I mean, I'm, I'm using a new microphone right now because of you we're guys. We're testing, we're testing. Testing new equipment and it's awesome. I mean, and that's because of you guys and we can't thank you enough. So let us know how sexy Chandler how does sounds. Chan how yeah, does Chandler yeah, yeah. sound? Because the rest of uh, us are all oh. on. The same mics that we've been using for years. Since we started, yeah. yeah. But the, you know, we've had them for a long time, and they've kind of reached the end of their operational life, and so we're testing out new stuff with Chandler. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ooh, I, yeah. I, he sounds so different to me, <laughs> at least here in the studio. It's kind of freaking me out a little yeah. bit. But we love the feedback. So anyway, thank you to all of you. Uh, the downloads are huge. When we take a look around the clock, uh, if, if, you, if you look at how many hours are in a month, there are 740 hours in a 30-day month, okay? So okay. go ahead and do the math there, yeah, yeah. You, and then you add another 24 if you have 31 days. Mm -hmm. So with all of the downloads that we're getting, at any given time in a 24-hour period, there are thousands of people that are listening to Radio Ronin at any given time, around yeah. the clock. And it's terrifying. New listeners, too. Yeah, it's really scary. Yeah, so thank you again to all of you. I, I don't want to belabor the point too much. It's just please know that we're just very sincerely touched and very grateful for all the support and keep yeah. spreading the word. Thank you. Uh, speaking of Patreon, we've got some new, we've got a, we've we had a whole do. bunch of stuff that's a, happened over the past. We have a bunch of new upgrades, actually, which yeah. is awesome. So uh, Nicole Larson upped her pledge from $10 a month to 2020. So she's not just a super fan. She's a super she's producer. Like, yeah, she's, yeah. She took right in, which is awesome. Yeah. So thank you, Nicole. Yeah. Okay, so next up we have Travis Gustafson. Oh, yeah, Travis Gustafson. Gustafson. Yes, right, right, right. <laughs> he went from twenty dollars and twenty cents to twenty one twenty. So right. is there, is there, a, is there a, a Travis? Let us know if there's a meaning there. Yeah, he didn't send us a message, so I don't. A really lot of times know, we but... get codes in the numbers. Yeah. In fact, more often than not, when people are jumping their pledge like that, their their investment, I should say, uh -huh. uh, there's a reason for that. They're number. giving us hidden messages. Yeah, yeah. like a spy. I'm yeah. pretty good at figuring them out, but that one I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that one. And then also our buddy Ash Jenkins, who I believe just got back from Disney World. 
Uh, yeah, yes, he's he been did. back for a little bit. Yeah. yeah, he upped his pledge from ten dollars a month to twenty. So he, Ash. Ash is now a producer, which is yeah. awesome. Thank, thank you, thank Ash. You, you, yeah. You've been with us forever, and, and we can't say thank you. Thank enough. you, Ash. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And then I think this one's due to Spencer. Allison Joe Fairbanks Gall upped her pledge from twenty five to twenty six. So she nice. added in. She, she has four four names hey, now. Every little cent matters. It all matters. Yeah. This, you know, which I've said this before awesome. that if we took all of our listeners and they all do they all donated, I hate the word donation. Because it's really not. They they invested. They invested. Invest. If they all invested at the five dollars a month, uh, this show would be full time every day live. Think about what five dollars a month is. That's typically a Coke and maybe an order of fries, or a, a coffee, or, or a, a coffee. Starbucks, or something like that. That's yeah. really all five bucks a month is. If every single person did that, that's listening, this show would be at five shows a week. The the four of us would be full time. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, there would be no stopping the show. So it's just something to think about. That's my little. I'm shilling, right? That's my little (laughs) sales pitch for Patreon. Is just that. Even the smallest amount, which um, you know, with the volume of listens that we have, you'd have a live show every single day of the Mm -hmm. week to listen to, and we'd all be we would all be quitting our jobs and doing this full time. That's so crazy so to think just, about. Again, oh my just, gosh. just something to think about there. If you really want that to happen, that's how it's going to happen. So thanks to everyone at Patreon. Again, if you would like to join that family, patreon.com forward slash Radio Ronin. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Radio Ronin. That's and, it. And you're in and good to go. You get the Chunga Unchained and, and all, all that good stuff in all there. All the bonuses so. at, at 10 bucks a month and above. Yep. Uh, you also get T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a it, it's it. Listen, we're working on it. Okay, Jacob Shammy is working on it. Ken Kruger is working it's, on it. It's COVID. We're trying okay, to find it's it. COVID. It's, it's COVID. Yeah. We will get it's, you it's your shirts. COVID in the county. That's yeah. where that's where we're having COVID some in the county. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's uh, let's uh, let's get back into this here. I know we spent a lot of time just trying to catch everybody up. Uh, I do want to say welcome back to Spencer. Hey, yeah, yeah. This was uh, this was quite the trip. This was quite the odyssey that you went on. It was crazy. And I, I swore I wasn't going to screw it up. In fact, if you remember back to the last <laughs> episode, I was bragging that this is the first time I didn't screw up a you're gift. You're like, you're oh, the man. Oh, I got this, guys. Guys, I got this. So, are you still married? I'm still married. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> did he save the day for you? Did, 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 was oh. this, uh, what did well, he do? So let me start by our trip. We, we left right after recording and drove all the way to Butt, Montana. And this is yeah. for your one-year anniversary. This is our one-year anniversary. Yeah. We didn't go on a big honeymoon because we wanted to do something special for one year so we could save up and really celebrate. And COVID happened. Isn't the that COVID nice? happened yeah. and we had to cancel Disneyland and we had to cancel Hawaii, which was the original right. plan. <clears throat> so we're going to Glacier National Park. Which I'll be honest with you. Look, this is not a slight to you guys at all, but you know, you think Disneyland, Hawaii, Glacier. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't really seem like it would be kind of on par with the other two. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. So that's why I tried to do something really, really special going to Glacier. Mm-hmm. Um, so we actually, I paid in advance and got a nice room at a ski resort. Okay. With uh, all the the bells right. and whistles. So like, oh, it wasn't like an all inclusive thing. Like, yeah. so you get like nice dinners included and like spas and all that good stuff. I'm guessing it probably wasn't too crowded. It was packed. No, oh, you're kidding. Oh. No. What? So let me, let me rewind though. So we got in our car and we drove to Butt Montana. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And where I've been, I've been to Butt Montana, and uh, it, it, the name serves it well. 
Let yeah. me put it this way. We ate at the nicest restaurant we could find there. Yeah. And we, we enjoyed Domino's. Oh. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. We got <laughs> that is Domino's, Domino's. Yeah. Delivered to our room at the hotel in Butt, uh-huh. which had a open can of cat food <laughs> in the mini fridge. In your, in your hotel? In the hotel. So we opened the door and it just So reeked. you saved nothing. <laughs> you didn't save anything. Happy nothing. one year, honey. Wow. So oh, that, that was that was just getting to butt. Our yeah. actual anniversary was the next day. We drove the rest of the way to the hotel. Yeah. And I had this thing planned out. I paid yeah. everything in advance. You worked really hard on this. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah. I got to the hotel, which was supposed to have like a hot tub in the room. Yeah. Didn't have the hot tub. Right. <gasps> what? Part of my package was like a $250 credit to the spa there. Yeah. We were there Sunday to Tuesday at this resort. Mm-hmm. Yep. The spa has special COVID hours Wednesday to Saturday. No. Oh. So you've got gift certificates that you can't use. So the exact so, days that you guys aren't there. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh, So I've got dude. a $250 spa credit at a resort <laughs> that they're like, well, we can apply it to the total price of your stay. I paid in advance. Oh, so they're, so they're not so they don't want to give you the money they, back. They can't they're give you the money back because to... it was on a gift card. Oh man! So, so Spencer, number I one, mean... yes, they can give you the money back. Oh. Yes, they should have given you the money yeah. back. He's got to fight them more. You should. So you basically lost out on well, two hundred fifty bucks. No, because we're gonna go back up to Glacier eventually, and we'll, we'll use like it in then. twenty years from now. <laughs> no, <laughs> like a year or two. Yeah. So did but you, we'll you loved it that much? No, I actually, I love camping. I love national parks. Mm-hmm. The problem with Glacier this year, though, is it is so busy. Everybody, the only vacation you can go on are it's camping. camping. Yeah. You can go yeah. like Lake Powell yeah. or into the forest. Bear the, Lake. or yeah. yeah. The issue, though, with Hiking Glacier is... Hiking the trail to Mordor. <laughs> I mean, there's really not much else you can do. No, right? not really. Yeah. But half of Glacier is either in Canada or on Indian reserves. Which are closed. Oh, man. Dude. So a you did not third plan this of you the suck. park is open. <laughs> you totally suck. Yeah. I, I tried. I, I legitimately tried. Yeah. In fact, the nicest room we stayed in was the, the La Quinta on our way back. <laughs> Wait, I, 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 compared to the resorts? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Well, the problem with the resort is... Well, it, I hope you left a sternly worded paragraph on Yelp. I did. You I, did. You really? I did. Yeah, you should have. Well, the problem with the resort is, and this is why I don't think I'll ever do a timeshare at a place like this, mm-hmm. is it is just a, a a building full of Karens, for lack of oh. a better word. Everybody is just so full of themselves because they paid for their timeshare yeah. at this lodge. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm so upset. So it's a time it's a timeshare thing. Yeah, they're they're all timeshare. There's condos up there, and then you can get hotel rooms for people that don't have the timeshare. Spencer, I have mm. to level with you. This sounds absolutely awful. We had fun, though. I mean, well, I'm glad you did. Well, You're, you and Stephanie are saints, first of all. And I know you guys make the best out of any situation. Mm-hmm. Where I, on the other hand, would have been y- sitting in my car pouting. No. With like a, a thing of salami. I get it. It's just like I refuse to leave my car. I need to show you the picture of our picnic. That was that, part that's of our basically package. what it was. It was salami. That's yeah. your, the picnic? Oh, I'll show you. It was a chartreuse board. And all I could think of the whole time with the bread that they gave us for this is, I wish I had a tub of chamois. This would be better. <laughs> is it a chartreuse board or a chartreuse board? It's a chartreuse. Yeah. yeah, there yeah. you yeah. go. Yep. Uh, just one last thing with this this whole trip. Yeah. Is the highlight was when we stole somebody's reservation. 
What? You stole a reservation at the high end, at, at, at the packed dinner? at the packed ski resort yeah. lodge. Mm-hmm. Packed ski resort. They have the the high end steakhouse yeah. with their in house chef. We 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 called and they're like, oh, we're packed. We don't have any reservations, but we can give you a reservation at the bar next door. Yeah. Yeah. So we Spencer, walked up. This is FYI. This is something you should plan in advance. Reservations for dinner. Oh, we want to get it's a ski yeah. resort. Like, who's going to be up there? We yeah. called yeah. the morning of. No, you got to do that in like weeks in advance. Well, weeks we, in, now we know. Okay. Tip, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so we called to get it because it looked empty the other nights we were there. Yeah. Uh, okay. And we go up to the the person to check, and I was like, "Hey, we have a reservation at the bar." Yeah. At this time, mm-hmm. and they're well, we can't find you. We can't find your name. So we'll, really? ju- we'll just go ahead and sit you. And they sat us at the steakhouse. Hey, nice. So we sat down. So you, and went, then, like, you went into the steakhouse anyway. The place yeah, that you we, couldn't get we, into. Yeah, we couldn't get into. Wow. And we sat down. And then like not even five minutes later, this other couple's like arguing, no, we have a reservation. It's right here. And they, they found the reservation. And which they sit which them, you took. It's which, your table. Which we took. <laughs> yeah. And they sat them like in the corner. And they're like, they gave us a stink eye the whole uh, night. Oh, no. <laughs> This is this is oh, uh man. this so so okay so best steak of my life <laughs> was it really and not because of the, the, the yeah I was yeah, gonna yeah, say yeah. come on man um but but this is uh this is all not going as planned was there anything good I mean was there anything that was fantastic about I mean obviously you and like I said you and Stephanie are gonna make the very best out of any oh, yeah. situation mm-hmm. and you guys that's just kind of you that's just you guys just kind of roll with it which is perfect for for COVID right it's the, yeah. that's perfect for how it is this uh, right now in 2020 yeah just having the patience to just kind of go okay well we're just gonna make the best of it you know there there was a lot of really good things um the pie. We we stopped and got some huckleberry pie at the side okay. of the road. Uh, All right. yeah. uh, we stopped at a lot of like mom and pop shops. Yeah, the whole way. Yeah, um, a couple WalMarts. You know, mom and pop. <laughs> uh-huh. But what was amazing is they have the the, the mask mandate up there in Montana. Oh, the oh, mask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I didn't know that. Okay. So they have to mask up there. They too. have to mask up there, and you could tell Even though the, then, like there's no people there. There's, there's like nobody. And they still, like they still have some pretty like strict. Glacier and like Walmarts, there was nothing. They still have some pretty strict re- oh, yeah. requirements, though. And the only people that were complaining were like that estate people. And you could tell the difference. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, you really. walk in the Walmart and the locals all have like their, their real tree camo mask on with their gun at their hip. Yeah. In fact, we walked into one Walmart in Missoula. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And Stephanie's like, that guy's not wearing a shirt, but he's got a mask. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> And in 1911, that's a nice that's a nice contrast. Look, can wow, I just tell really? you? Yeah, that's that's actually kind of shocking. So, really? well, it, look, the past couple of weeks have been I, I you know I don't want to sound down or negative because it, it, that's not how this is at all. Mm-hmm. We've just been working really hard. Yeah, that's it. It's just been kind of a grind. Day no jobs, vacations, really no, oh, yeah. no vacations, just, no Disneyland, yeah. no anything. A Studio 54 kicked our asses. I'll be honest with you, yeah. that was. A, a lot, lot of work. work. A lot of well work. Well worth it and so much fun, but we were just kind of wiped out. And so yesterday, Shannon goes, look, we need some retail therapy. Let's go to a mall. I'm like, is that such a good idea? Oh, yeah, malls are fine. Let's go to a mall. Mm. I haven't been to a mall since uh, Fashion Show Mall in Vegas was the last mall I went to. And that was, what, a week before COVID? Like, really yeah. hit the US? I mean, we, like, went to City Creek. we went to City Creek a couple of weeks ago, the oh, yeah. 24th of July, but we were there like 10 minutes and left. Yeah. So Shannon wanted to just go and see what was around. So she said, let's go to the uh, Lehigh Mall because, look, I'm going to be honest. This is going to sound kind of negative, but I have this theory that the further north you go along the Wasatch Front, 
the more hairy, then the more stinky it gets. Uh, no, that's true. No, you're <laughs> the not more, wrong. The more, the more hipster, the, just the more hipstery, yeah. the more kind of Portland our state becomes. Uh, you're, you're not wrong and at all. You have pointed them out, and it's more like Vegas. It's more like Southern California. Southern California. It's just people are not quite so strange. Oh yeah. To be perfectly honest, I've got some places in Ogden I could show you. Oh, I'm, I'm I mean, sure. everywhere has their quirks, right? So Shannon says, let's go to the Lehigh Outlet Malls. We haven't been there in, I don't know, over a year. Uh, let's go see what's there. And I said, okay, fine. So we grab our masks and we hop in my car and we go down there. And the culture shock was heart stopping yeah. that we got. Because you go around Point of the Mountain, you go to the Timpanogos, you go up the Timpanogos Highway, you go to the uh, uh-huh. outlets. No masks, no social distancing, crowds of people all back to school shopping. Um, because a lot of the stores were doing the uh, the buy one get one free. Yeah, like like the van store, yeah. for example, had like three hundred people in line. None of them social distanced. It, it, it was like we should have like, oh no, we made yeah, like we were, the, it, the was, worst it was insane. It was, it was insane. Yeah, and I mean, you want to pack a store in Utah? Just do the buy one get one free, and half the <laughs> states there. So yeah, we're true. in Lehigh, and it's just. It's just mom togs, you know, the Instagram mom photographers, yep. Pinterest moms, all their, their equally matched kids, none of them in masks, none of them social distancing, people packed in like sardines, absolutely everywhere. And I was out of my mind for about five, five minutes. I was like, what the f- is going on? Mm-hmm. Why are none of these people in masks? What is the deal? And then it took me a minute to realize, oh, oh, hold on. They don't have the regulations. Utah County doesn't have the regulations. That's right. It took me a minute to figure it out. Like mm. in Salt Lake County, you go anywhere, people are in masks. Yeah. For the most part, except for, you know, a few kooks, right? That are just like, I refuse, man. Don't tell me what to do. But mm. for the most part, everybody's in masks. Yeah. And uh, and so you just get used to seeing that, right? You just get into that kind of that vibe. And so when I went down there and there's no masks on anybody, I it, it was a real, like it freaked me all the way out. Yeah. And um, it, it was, I, I, I didn't have that inner thing where I wanted to just scream at all of them. Hey, Karen's put your MF masks on. No, the, I wasn't doing that, but I was just like, whoa, this is something's up. What's what's going on? What did I yeah. miss? Did they lower the restrictions? Did they change something? What happened? It took me a minute to yeah. realize, oh, Utah County is. They, they haven't had the mask restriction ever, really. No, but it is no. weird because it's a lot Solid of the County. private stores are all requiring the private stores there are all saying, you want to come into the store, you're going to be in a mask. So these guys would put mm-hmm. their masks on just so long as they had to be in the store, but they literally had to have somebody outside every single store saying, put your mask on. Yeah, you can't oh come in gosh. without it. Put your mask on. And then you had people that would walk in with their mask and immediately pull it down around their chin. Like the second they got so past a lot them, of them were like walking around 14 year old security guard, they were like, oh, I'm done with this. And it's just like, yeah. come on, it man. Was, like, it, it was crazy. Oh, so you we, showed that 14 year old. Yeah, it's like, good we on there, you, I guess. We were there 10 minutes. We, oh, I mean, wow. seriously, yeah, we, right. it, nope. was, it was such a trip. It was so strange that I think we, we made a half-assed attempt to get into, I don't know, it was like Under Armour or something like that, uh-huh. and went, no, we're out of here. Yeah. So then we went, we went to Southtown Mall, and it was largely empty. Everybody there was in masks, and it was a to- it was, it's seven miles away, yeah. but was a totally different vibe. Um, but man, it was such yeah. a, And this is not yeah. a negative knock on anybody that's in Utah. You guys are following your rules. Yeah, it's, it's, you're not breaking it's, any laws or anything. It's culture it's, shock. It's very strange to me to hear and see what the rules are based on like a seven to ten mile. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. distance in space. And how is that like cross that border? What do you think about that? It's, yeah. it's like yeah. And the weird thing was like going into Southtown, all like the big department stores, they're empty. Like it, it looks kind of post-apocalyptic. And we we it's really like haven't been in. Yeah, yeah. Like, what in the world is this? And everything's just completely barren, and, and we couldn't figure it out. And then that got us thinking about like Black Friday, what's going to happen with that? 
and oh. now stores aren't going to be open on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's what, what it's yeah, sounding that's like. What, yeah, no, that's yeah. what you guys have heard this. That's what Target, Target and Best Walmart Buy. And the Best Buy. Oh, we know JCPenney's is going to be open, but <laughs> well, I, I'm wondering like what's going to actually happen if, they, if they're going to continue with this. Uh, no, they're, how's no, that going to happen no, on Black Friday? Here's the thing: Black Friday is going to be largely canceled. Uh, you're going to see it happen like one store at a time. Okay. If Walmart, if you have the WalMarts and the Best Buys and the Targets all saying no to Black Friday, other major chains are going to follow suit because there's just not going to be enough people out. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. kind of like the anchor store mentality. So you're going to have the other stores in the strip malls and things like that that are like, well, if if Best Buy isn't opening, there's really no point in us being open because they're drawing all the people in oh, and they're filtering oh, out to the other gotcha. stores. So if I were you guys, I would plan on Black Friday just not even being a thing. Yeah. And to be honest, it was so such a it was it was seriously like a 10 minute shit fight when i was at the lehigh mall listen nobody did anything wrong nobody did a damn thing wrong this is everyone's restrictions okay and everyone's regulations that they're all applying to uh and and that's okay it was really a shock to me it's going to be a long time before i before it's been a long time since i've been there uh mm -hmm. it'll be a, a very long time before i go back yeah because that well, was yeah. so no one you know, a mask down around your chin is not a mask. No, you're not, you're not wearing a mask, guys. And uh, and I know a lot of people, especially in you, for whatever reason, Utah seems to be like the worst place for this. I can't figure it out by far. I mean, Spencer just. I drove through Idaho and Montana, and they were better than us. He just, yeah. you know, it's wow. just the entitlement here, and it's it's just I'm special, so I don't have to do this. You're helping out your community. I don't want to get up on a soapbox, but you also have to understand, you know, the folks in Lehigh, if, you, if you're running operations like this, I know you're doing the best thing that you can do because you can't control people when they're outside your stores, but you also have to understand, I'm not spending money there. And mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of other people that are the same way. It's not a political thing. It's not a right-left argument. It's just trying to stay safe and do our part until this is over with. And I know I'm aware, and I know I'm going to get some piss pot that's like, well, you understand that the numbers are, I know the numbers are dropping. I get it. And I can't wait till we can all go out without the masks and everything is great. And that's going to be wonderful. But, but the reason they're dropping is because everyone's wearing masks. Bingo. Yep. So yeah. just, yeah. you know, help us out with this and just remember to keep those masks on. A mask down around your nose with your nose exposed. You're not wearing a mask at that point. I see it everywhere I go. It's like people is just, I, I just can't figure out why we're so damn daft in this town. <laughs> the people just can't understand this. If you're in a store and people are all sandwiched in next to you and you have your mask around your chin or your nose exposed, you're not wearing a mask. Do your part. Just put it on for the 10 minutes you're in the store. Okay. It's, it's just that simple. It's super easy. It, again, it's not a right or left argument. Please leave that bullshit for somebody else's show. It really isn't a, a right or a left argument. It's just, we're just doing what we're asked. We're trying to do our part. Um, that said, nobody in Lehigh was really doing anything wrong outside of those people that were in the stores and not wearing the mask. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, so anyway, that's, that's my little complaint. That's your, <laughs> so my little complaint. No, but for it's the not day. really a complaint. It's just like, it's, yeah. it goes back to like the Chung Unsane chain mm -hmm. stuff. It's like, it's common sense. That's all it comes down to is that that's it. Well, yeah. and, and with me living with so many high risk individuals, you know, Black Friday is not going to happen for me. And so yeah. I've been, I've actually been doing my Christmas shopping all online because yeah. I honestly, mm -hmm. I think what they're going to do end up doing is just doing a whole week long of Black Friday online sales. Yeah. But man, I'm I okay see, but see, I see a train wreck coming. You what know, do you with, mean? 
when you say Amazon, you see a train wreck coming, what do you mean? Because everybody's going to be doing online shopping because mm-hmm. nobody really wants to go to the, the malls and everything. Well, yeah. there's no Black Friday deals. So yeah. Amazon's going to be backed up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just like, and, just and like March. But yeah, think about the strain. The holidays are, are horrible just for USPS and, and UPS and FedEx. Oh, yeah. you, know, you bring up a good point. Actually, Chandler and Shannon and I have, have started Christmas shopping, which isn't that unusual no. no, for us. It's not that weird for us, but we've really like full on, our Christmas shopping will probably be done by September. Yeah. Which I, is I, weird well, because things change and interests change and what you want changes and, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, it's, it's a little bit of a risky strategy, but we'll pretty much be done. We, we started early July, to be honest, <laughs> yeah. for this reason, because we thought, well, supply chains are going to be disrupted. Uh-huh. And sure enough, when we went to Southtown Mall, it's weird. You know, Chandler mentioned this. You walk into the Macy's and they have this perfume area and they have this whole wall of like high end designer perfumes and colognes. And it's bare. It's completely empty. There's mm-hmm. like five bottles of cologne or something on the shelves. Uh, the, the purses in Macy's empty, like the purse section, the, the handbag section is there's like five Michael Kors bags in there and that's it. It was really, it freaked me out. Like like full on, it was weird to see. They're all like toppled over. Like there's no like display to it to like market to people. It it just looks like hell. It looks like post-apocalyptic. It's the weirdest thing ever. It looks like hell. Yeah. It it really does look like something out of Night Night of the Comet. Oh yeah. I don't think Mm -hmm. I'll be back in a mall, even though Southtown had everything figured out Uh and it was totally chill and everybody had their masks on and everybody was doing the stuff that they were supposed to do and it was just kind of matter of routine. Uh, it, it's. I still probably won't be back there either because there's really not a lot of stuff. It's a different vibe, yeah. and and it's creepy. It's really. It's almost like going in. It's like The Walking Dead, where you just you have to go into a mall and loot for supplies. That's almost <laughs> what it felt like. Yeah, really. It was. It was a trip. But yeah. So anyway, let's uh, let's move on. Uh, before we go into the rest of the show. Uh, we we need to thank some producers. Yeah, we yes, do. do. Okay, the Radio Ronin Show is produced in part by. At 2020, Stacey Schreiber, Nikki Larson, Ben Booth, the Badger Man, the Warrior Within Podcast, Sensei KP, Woo-hoo. Toe Moss, Blissful Shores, Ren and Cambria. Yeah. At 2021, Josh Burr and Master Jedi Bren Two. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> at 2120, Travis Gustafson. Ooh, just up to yeah, just up to pledge. Yeah. At 2199, Doug Smith. <laughs> <laughs> You're right there. Uh, Frankenstein von Schwagenberg. There what? Who go. is that? Actually, I got that's re- a new one. I got to reread this one because it's Frankenstein von Schwagenberg. Wow. There's lots of exclamation points. Twenty two, twenty two. Who is that? Dude, Chandler, do you uh, know who oh, that oh, is? Let me do. Let me do some research. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, it's not. Good. I had to read it. Man. At twenty two seventy seven, Denise Godzilla Hunsaker. At 2314, Joel Jenkins. Woo. At 2345, Jerem Living in Brazil, Thurston. At 2345, Amy B. At 2398, Denver Robbins. At Woo. 2424, George Ann Tate. At 2468, Jordan Rexick. Woo. At $25, we have Charles Shagany, Amanda and Travis Shields. Krista Windsor. Marissa and Megan, the Johnson Girls. Stop! <laughs> Oh. Oh, those Johnson girls. Oh, Oh, those Johnson girls. Congratulations, Johnson girls. This show is for you. Yay! Yay, Johnson girls. At $25 a month, (laughs) Shane K. Daniels Jr., Dr. Gill, 
Tire Factory Point as Tire and Auto Service in American Fork. Ian Daisley, Attic to Attic. Oh. Attic to Attic. Attic to Attic. <laughs> that sounds like a failure of an organization. <laughs> Addicts to addicts. Well, good thing it's addict to athlete. There There you go. go. (laughs) And the New Day podcast. Woo! At $25.01, Dennis and Natalie Gaunt. Thanks, guys. At $25.02, MCAT, happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah. At $25.77, Sandy Rozier. At $26 a month, Allison Joe Fairbanks call. She unlocked the four names. Yeah, nice. <laughs> At twenty seven. I can't wait till she levels up and adds another one. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. That 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 actually would be like an extra ten dollars right? a month for that. <laughs> At twenty seven dollars a month, Jonathan Vascar. At twenty eight thirteen, Jolene and Grant Jones. At thirty dollars a month, Jordy Carroll and Marta Lords. Woo. Yeah. At thirty five thirty six, Darren Phillips. At thirty-five fifty-five, it's Doctor Steve McKiff of McKiff Dental. There you go. Good. I'm never gonna screw that one up. Yeah. <laughs> At thirty-nine ninety-eight, Jaren Cahoon. Yeah, in yeah. Alabama. It's Woo. a big list. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, yeah. That is a that's a really beefy that's a beefy list mm-hmm. for sure. Okay, so uh, moving just moving straight into the, you know, there's really no way to segue it, but I'm having a conundrum. I'm having a problem. Okay. All right. And I have mm-hmm. this problem every year, but every year it seems to get earlier and earlier. And I think because 2020 has just been so nuts, I think that's being further accelerated this year. So I'm leading into this. <laughs> this is a. I'm. This is kind of setting up the chunk of pole. Okay. But I'm having this legit conversation with Shannon and with Chandler, uh, and frankly, Michaela. We're all involved uh-huh. in this discussion as to um, when when is it okay to decorate start decorating for. The holidays. Now, I, before everybody freaks out, please understand. I'm not saying I'm not talking Christmas. I'm not talking. I'm not even talking Halloween yet. But what what we do at our house is because I get so bored, and because I've got that Disney thing going all the time, I like to kind of change it up as much as I can. Yeah. So we actually decorate for fall. We okay. actually have autumn, like an autumn garland that kind of comes down the railing and orange lights kind of around, mm-hmm. orange and yellow lights kind of in the house and just different things that we do. And we're debating actually this weekend starting to put some of this stuff up. And I know it's like early August, right? The 14-year-old me would be furious, would want to kick my own ass because my birthday, <laughs> Josh's birthday is the 15th. My birthday is August 20th. So we're five days apart. And, and I'm sure Josh can back me up on this. Uh, I always had a summer birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. August 20th, I'm a Leo. That was always a summer birthday. It is a summer birthday. And it yeah. seems to me more and more and more, that birthday is, my birthday is becoming a fall birthday. Oh, right? Over weird. the past okay. couple of years. Okay. Yeah. You know, have you noticed I, that, I Josh? Felt that, I felt that vibe as well. No, definitely. So I've always been of the mindset, no, there's absolutely no fall stuff until after my birthday is over with and we get into September. And then we'll have the fall stuff up for two weeks and then we'll start working on Halloween stuff. Mm-hmm. So my question is, is it okay to start putting up fall stuff now? It's not the chunga pole, but I do kind of want everybody's feedback. Is that all right to start putting up fall stuff now? Or is it because you think this is this is my this is my logic. Okay. It takes however long to set this stuff up. And then I don't want to leave it up for a few days and then have to take it down to put up other stuff. Yeah. And that's what I've done in the past, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and Angela, your evil twin, said the same thing because she goes all out for Halloween. She's starting right now. Like, she's already kind of so building Angela's all of her starting decorations right now. Yeah, she is. and getting everything kind of prepped for Halloween because it takes her so long that, I don't know. I mean, Well, why not just spend this a little bit and make it the Jungle Bowl? When do you start setting up for August or for fall? For, for fall? 
Okay, yeah, I wasn't, I, uh, I, I don't know that I was going to be that narrow, but I think it's, it can be. Like, when do you start putting up stuff for the, for the, I guess for fall or for, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Right. That would be the way to do it. I guess Halloween would, would fit in there. Uh, yeah. Right? yeah. Halloween, yeah. it's kind of all Halloween's a little different though. Yeah. To me it is, but for some it isn't. So that's, and that's the thing is I look at fall and then I look at Halloween and then I look at Christmas. No, there's not really any good thing. No, it, Josh's mom has Thanksgiving decorations, and oh, to be gosh. honest, she's the only person I know that has them. Oh god, as a November, she really have that stupid cornucopia. Yeah. As a November oh, birthday, a I'm offended. You are offended. I am offended. You now you're a November birthday. I am, and uh, and so why would you be? Because you like to have the Thanksgiving stuff. I do like the Thanksgiving stuff, but mostly because my family tradition was set up Christmas on my birthday. It's November thirtieth. Oh, uh, I see. So like the last day of November, Christmas tree. That's actually kind of fun. So that's kind of a fun thing for you. Yeah. Okay. So I like well, the Well, you know, I, t- I, t- I totally get that. I can understand that. See, my now using my mom as a case study here. Yes. My, my, my mom actually, she starts the fall because she has the same kind of, you know, autumn yeah. leaf thing yeah. around the... Around the the, which is okay. I mean, it's not like I'm super into it. I don't have tons of, I don't have piles of like autumn stuff to put up every year. It's just one of those things where I think you get into the dog days of summer and you just need to break it up a little bit. You know what I mean? And it's nice knowing that the house is going to be decorated through January. It's like okay, from this point forward, Uh there's always going to be something up or something to do, and that's really nice to kind of look forward to. That's what I love, especially with COVID right now. Well, my mom actually does you know, set her fall decorations up because it's usually a back to school kind of thing that she does. Okay. Mm. Okay. Even though we're all graduated. Yeah. Uh, but she, she does that usually after my birthday. So, okay. So she okay. waits until, so she waits until I would say pr- probably your birthday okay. because that's when school usually starts. So that's there. always been, you know, Spencer brought this up and you just brought this up. And normally what I would do, what Shannon would do is after my birthday, like that next weekend or the, you know, however many days, sometimes the day after, depending on where my birthday falls, that's when the fall stuff goes up. Yeah, That's what it's been, mm-hmm. you know, for the past couple of years. For me, anyway. it's Labor Day. Like, yeah, that's the end day. of summer. Okay. But see, honestly... See, that's safe, dude. I, yeah. I mean, that's that's probably the best thing to do. But I don't know this year. I don't know if I can do that. And honestly, if you're in that mindset, I would just do it. Because on, I'm you ready. Think? I'm ready for the fall. Like, I'm oh, praying. Me too. I'm praying every night for sweater weather. I just oh, want yeah. sweater weather back. Yeah. yeah. It's been it's been a weird it's been just been a hard year. Well, yeah. I, awesome. I think more mm-hmm. than anything else it's just been a tough year. Um I I'm definitely one of these people. I don't like winter. We all know this. Uh, if you listen to the show for any length of time, I don't like winter. I do like fall and Halloween and everything fall. else. I really did Christmas until January and then I can't get and summer here it. fast it, enough, yeah. right? But this year's been <laughs> excuse me. This year's been so bizarre and so strange that I almost feel like it's Groundhog Day a little bit. And I don't know if it comes from I don't know if it comes from working at home. I don't know if it comes from just being in, you know, my bumble PJs for about six months. I don't know where it comes from, but I'm just ready to start changing things up. So would this year be the exception? Would this year be the year that it's kind of like uh <laughs> I did, I have noticed back in the day, Chandler and I would would go tour. And we would tour really heavily through the summer. Yeah. Playing, you know, this is after the radio show went away. And we were kind of, I was kind of like, well, okay, radio really blows. Do I want to go back into radio? No, not really. Cause it's, it's a night, it's a mess. The industry's a mess. So what do we do? I, I know let's just hit the road and let's go play clubs and shows and festivals mm-hmm. and let's do that. So that's what Chandler and I did. So we would go out every summer and we would just crank on it. We'd be gone 
It's festival season. I mean, week was, after yeah. week after week after week. And about the time we would, you know, club season, I guess festival season ends on Labor Day. Labor Day, uh-huh. it ends. There's two seasons. You have club season and you have festival season. So all the outdoor shows are all uh, during the summer, all the big, fun, crazy outdoor things. And that's what Chandler and I would do. And every year we'd come home and we'd go to the store to get some food. And it was all Halloween. Like immediately. Yeah. Booberry, yeah. Count uh-huh. Chocula, uh, yeah. all the Halloween peeps, the Reese's yeah. pumpkins, yeah. all up in the store. Like, oh, it's here. Man, that was fast. We just finished our last summer gig and it's and we're ready to go for the holidays. This year, the Count Chocula is already out on the shelves. All the Halloween stuff is starting to pop up everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It started right after the 24th of July. Mm-hmm. So now we're in kind of full tilt boogie mode. So it seems to me like, Maybe people have the same kind of attitude I have, or is this is it wrong? Yeah. I mean, please don't don't tell me what I want to hear. I mean, just, I want your honest opinion. Is is it okay to start decorating for fall? I think or it is it like, time to say, I, with we, we got a pumpkin spice going. I know. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I was gonna say do we, have right spice? <laughs> we do have a pumpkin spice candle going downstairs. So yeah. it's hard with COVID because like all the fun summer things that you want to go do, you can't unless you you're can't. a camper. Which you just, I mean, Spencer just went through it. Yeah, and so I think like well, I don't know, weather, 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 and ghost adventures and pumpkin mm. candles, and I don't know. I'm well, into that before Dude, the I'm show. So ready? You just, like, you just, I think you just swayed everybody. Yeah, like I'm ready for it. Before the show, Chunga was telling us about standing around a fire outside of a haunted house and talking yeah. to somebody uh, and i immediately wanted to be standing in front of a fire like one of those yeah. 55 yeah. gallon so drum the fires. fire pit mm-hmm. having a conversation yeah. in the dirt with my hot up. cocoa you can hear the, the people screaming inside the haunted house that's another thing that's probably going to go away this oh. Oh, no. <coughs> i'm interested you, to know what people if, if that's going to happen if, you can social distance in a corn maze I think you can as uh, yeah. long as you keep the face mask on, which people won't do in this town. But I think <laughs> um, I, I maintain you can do that with a haunted house, too. I mean, if you think about it, the, the only problem is the line. Mm-hmm. You know, the yeah. only problem is the line, which is not being followed by people in this town anyway. But the thing is, if you can send someone through into a haunted house and the actors keep there, I mean, it kind of affects the the mood when you don't have people jumping at you two inches from your face. Yeah. I mean, that that changes things a little bit, but I think you can still get the idea. You just gotta be more psychological. Know? I just wonder if yeah. people would go. You I, know? You know, if they're keeping their distance, I probably actually would go to a haunted house. Mm-hmm. I probably would? would too. I don't know. You would, both, you would uh, both do it. I hate them, but yeah, I'd go. <laughs> Wait a minute, you don't, you don't, you don't like haunted like houses? Oh, I so th- there's a fight or flight and I'm definitely a fight. I have punched somebody in a haunted house. Uh-huh. So Shannon. Yeah. And to be fair, I warned that little girl that she needed to back off. Spencer. <laughs> no. Listen, it's in, you're in the, you're in the, you're uh, when in Rome. I was in the zone and I told her, yep. I told her. Back off. You know, it's a rubber elf mask, <laughs> but you don't care. Now I, I listen, I'm with you. I, I love all that stuff. I've loved it since I was a little kid. It's going to be a bummer if haunted houses can't happen. Um, that's, you know, even as a little kid, I remember, I, I think I've told this story before going out to feed my dog when I was a little kid and it's cold and I, you know, doing homework and I'm just pissed off and you go outside and you're in the backyard to feed the dog and, and there's searchlights going all over the valley and you know, oh, those searchlights, yeah. like that's like my childhood, man. You'd see those searchlights. And I said to myself when I was, I don't know, I was like, I don't know, 10, nine or 10. Uh, it was like Luke looking at the two sons kind of moments, <laughs> except 
the Chunga way, which is me just gazing out over the valley, looking at all the searchlights. And I, I remember saying to myself, when I'm, when I'm fancy, when I'm rich and famous, I'm going to take my sports car and I don't have to do homework. And I'm going to take my whatever sports car it was, and I'm going to drive around and I'm going to see where all of those searchlights are. And I'm not going to have a map. <laughs> You're nine or ten, right? Uh-huh. I'm just going to follow the searchlights and see if the searchlights can guide me there. And I'll be damned if I didn't go and do that very thing oh, when I grew cool. up. No offense, Chunga, but that sounds like the lamest Batman ever. I know. It's really, really <laughs> stupid. It's just one of those kid things, but it was kind of like, look, look past me. Uh-huh. I, I owe it to you to go out and do this. And so one night I went and got in my fancy car and went and drove around to all of the searchlights and found them just being guided by the searchlights, which was fun. But I have to tell you, I was highly disappointed. (laughs) It was not nearly as cool as I thought it was going to be. And I was like, I got stuff to do, man. I'm going home. I almost wonder what other like memories or childhood moments people have, like promises you made as a child that you've kept. Yeah, as you've gotten older, oh, and and oh. let's write that down because that might be a cool that would be a cool yeah, one for later to yeah. do for next week. We'll we'll go back and we'll we'll talk about that. And all of a sudden, this chunk of pole just gets kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> when is it okay to decorate for fall? <laughs> no, we're changing everything. We're changing the whole damn thing. No, no, this is this is much better. What childhood promises did you make to yourself that you actually kept? Wow. What what childhood promise did you make to yourself that you actually kept? Some people may not have one. This may be the worst chunga poll ever because we've done absolutely no planning for this. Uh, But let's try it out. For me, I made a bunch of them to myself. And I still remember a lot of those promises and I followed through on all of them Uh uh, that I can remember anyway. Uh, I followed through on all of them. So wanted to be a radio DJ when I was a kid. Wanted to drive around and see all the uh, haunted mm-hmm. houses with the searchlights. I did that. There's a, I wanted to have a certain kind of sports car by the time I was 30 and did that. And so, and, and a lot of these promises were made when I was like seven. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But I actually wrote down in a book some of the stuff that I wanted when I was a kid. And it, it, it's really interesting because, and I, I know I haven't told this story on the air. So I, I got a, a diary in my stocking one year for Christmas and it was a Ziggy diary and it had a lock on it. And uh, again, I was really young, uh-huh. like really young. Like, I don't know, like seven or eight, you know? And I remember uh, writing things in that diary, things that I wanted, like little goals that I had for myself. So I found that diary. I mean, it was a while ago, but I was grown up. I was completely grown up and I was like, Oh, I remember this diary. This is crazy. I'm going to check this out. So I opened it up and it had this whole list of things in there that I wanted to do. And I had gone through and had done most of them, even though I didn't remember writing them in my diary. And it just mm-hmm. goes to show you, I mean, this is like the uh, the Tony Robbins yeah. kind of moment, but it just goes to show you what happens to your psychology and to your brain when you write things down uh-huh. and you make that transition from, I want to do something or I hope to do something to when you actually you know, commit and galvanize that thought and say, I will do something. And that's what I did in that diary as a little kid. And lo and behold, you know, I want to be a radio DJ. I want to play guitar really good. I want to have this kind of a sports car. I want to do all of these different things. And lo and behold, I had gone through and like right down to the color of the car. Oh, that's Which cool. I honestly did not remember until I opened that. I was like, I can't believe I wrote all this stuff down when I was like seven or eight years old. I was a weird huh, kid. That's cool. But went through and accomplished all that. So maybe we should do that as a chunga poll. What promise did you make to yourself as a kid that you actually kept? 
Oh, oh that's I think everybody has one. Chandler, do you have one? I th yeah, I think I do. One was uh, when I was really little. I always wanted to work in Hollywood. That was like a big thing yep. that I wanted to do. And you know, you were helping me trying to do like voice acting when I was a kid and yep. get actually into acting. And then that right. transitioned into like actually making movies and making films and things like that. And you know, I promised myself by 25 I wanted to do that. And I I worked in Hollywood at did. 23 and got a palm tree tattoo because of it. And that was like that was a cool moment because I kind of forgot that where you you were talking same, the same kind of thing. thing yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, I promised myself this all these years ago and I actually did it. And that's that's a cool feeling to kind of go through. So nice. it's not as funny as yours and, and it's exciting, but- No, I, I disagree. No, I want to work no, on that it. Is no, that is pretty cool. I, did no, it. Listen, it was, I, I was pretty proud. Yeah. Um, as, as your dad, I mean, that's actually very cool. Yeah. Uh, most parents would recoil at the idea of their kids getting a tattoo. Yeah, right. Right, right. But for me to see that you had set this goal for yourself, and I didn't forget this goal mm -hmm. that you had for yourself, but to go and the very first time you're actually in Hollywood, not as a tourist, but because you're working I'm, and you belong there, yeah. you go to Sunset Boulevard and get a tattoo in of Hollywood. Right of a palm tree right outside my hotel. Right outside the hotel, your hotel. That's actually very cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, so that's a cool that, thing. That was a fun fun moment. Yeah, that was, you know, that's, that's an awesome one. Oh, that's thank not less than mine. I'm right. driving around to haunted houses. <laughs> <laughs> You're so working cool, It took me a long time to get to Hollywood, yeah, man. I was yeah. in my 30s before, not counting Disney. Well, uh, Disney's I guess you count, yeah, yeah, then I was there Probably about, about your same age. age yeah. About your same age. That's Spencer. So mine's kind of lame. I remember like being in the garage and listening to BYU football games with my dad mm -hmm. and thinking one day I'm going to go to a game with my dad. I got to take him to a couple games. I had that's season not, tickets for no, a while. That's actually really cool. That's not, so, that's a very big deal. There, there's that. And then I remember just being like 14, 15, and this is going to sound super lame right now, but listening to Chunga on the radio and be like, one day I want to meet Chunga. <laughs> that's dumb. That is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like seriously, I, I've told you I skipped class. To listen to Carl Lamone yeah. call in. To you know, the, they the tell show. you don't ever meet your heroes because you're yeah. you're super disappointed. <laughs> and let me tell you, yeah. they're right. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I can only imagine. I can only imagine the letdown <laughs> that was for you. Do you have do you have one? Yeah, I, I do. Actually, when uh, when I was really, really young, my my dream was to become a killer whale trainer at SeaWorld, which obviously didn't happen because Marine biology, special ed marine biology doesn't go that in depth. <laughs> I usually think they, they don't let you do that because you've tied your own shoes together and you'll fall in the tank. <laughs> You're not wrong. But kind of kind of in the same vein as, as Spencer, my I remember when I was a teenager and listening to you on the radio, I yeah. remember saying to myself, I remember the moment saying that to myself, I... I want to be like Chunga. I, I want to make people Who laugh. Who are you guys? <laughs> no, the thing is, is, is no, suck like up. I seriously, <laughs> yeah. yeah, total suck up. But no, like I just remember because I love the thing that I loved about you on the radio and now is that you, you know how to make people feel good and you know how to make people laugh. And I'm like, I, I want that quality. Mm. I want to be like that. And so well, you are, um, you, you, you are, you have yeah. that quality. That, that is you exactly now. what you and, and honestly, it was probably from mimicking you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, well, this went weird. <laughs> <laughs> this did not go as planned. You know, you know what I do tell? I, this is maybe I should explain to people. This is I tell you guys this all the time um, when because these two guys, it goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show with this graph and this thing that I put on Facebook to show that the numbers have nearly tripled mm -hmm. uh, since last August for this show. It's crazy and really intimidating. If I'm being honest, this show is much bigger than the radio show ever was. Mm -hmm. yeah. Way by by multitudes of, uh, I don't even want to get into it. It's way bigger. 
And uh, that's really happened. I mean, it was bigger before. Last August, it was bigger than the radio show, but now is something I've never experienced anything like this. And it is, it really is because you guys have worked so hard at this. And people don't know this. We haven't really said this, but you guys will go through the shows and you'll listen very intently. And you guys study this like you're students. You guys study every show. Yeah. How you can get better, how you can improve, because you have to do this with everybody watching, mm -hmm. you know, and and judging and making their decisions as to whether or not you're good enough to be on the show. And, you know, that's a that's a tough that's a tough place for you guys to be really tough, especially because of the maturity of of what we've done for so long, not only with this show, but with the radio show and everything else. And I think it's a real testament to you guys and how hard you have worked to just to just learn and be students but but one of the things that that I told you guys that you really took to heart that and this is for me this is when I knew these guys are going to kill it these guys are going to be huge 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 was every time you guys try to be funny you fail every single time you you guys I mean that's largely the case with Chandler and yeah. me and anybody else I've ever worked with is when you're trying to be funny you're going to fail yeah and I mean, you know, there's there's been a couple of recent examples of that, like the Oscar Mayer Wiener story. There's Spencer, <laughs> where um, I'll own it. <laughs> well, we all had a good we all had a good laugh and gave each other a bunch of shit for yeah. it. But, uh, but the truth is, is that you guys are just funny. And so I tell you guys, look, just be you. Don't don't be funny. You got you guys are enough. Yeah. Just be yourself. Just come in and tell your stories about Montana and about Juno the dog and about Josh pooping on people's grass. And, <laughs> Because this is all real. This yeah, is all legit stuff. Nobody's making anything up. And so that's what I've said. Look, when you guys try to tell jokes, you're going to fail. Just come in and be yourself. And it's when you guys, have, now that you guys are doing that more and more and more, and you're less focused on trying to be quote unquote funny, I look at how people have responded to that. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys are you guys are hilarious. And there's not, I don't, if, if you're not following these guys, on social media, you're missing a massive happy chunk of your life. <laughs> Go follow these guys on social media. Yeah, uh, really, really funny. Everything they do. Josh is borderline creepy, but it's still funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true. Um, yesterday on social media, you know, Josh has this uh, a special buddy of his, Dave, the gangster of love. Yeah, who is is uh, he's a special needs guy, and your neighbor. Yep. And you take him out every Friday night for date night. I mean, you're a saint. You know, you yeah. go out and, yeah. and you have a great time with Dave. And it usually involves you taking him to Walmart so he can buy something for his mom. Yeah. And taking him to Black Bear Diner so he can drink his weight in lemonade. <laughs> yeah. And then you take him home. I mean, it's a super simple thing, right? And he talks about his 380 girlfriends. And you have a good time. Over 1,400. Oh, it's 1,400 yeah, now. 1,400. Quarantine, man. And there's maybe a game or two of cornhole, and well, then you call it a night. And then right. yesterday, he took me past the Olive Garden that's being built in Bountiful because he wanted to show me the progress. Yeah. <laughs> we're excited. Because he, he, he wants a job there, right? He does. And and we're getting him a job. So you like chronicle, Josh to. will chronicle all of this on social media. So he's got this great picture of Dave. You guys, where did you guys go? Was it Apollo Burger? A Apollo Burger. You guys oh, went to Apollo right. Burger on Friday night, and Dave got the biggest damn drink of Powerade I've ever seen. It was like an 84-ounce <laughs> cup of Powerade. You could fit a baby in there. And yes, you seriously yeah. could. And he's just grinning from ear to ear like he could barely lift this thing of Powerade. <laughs> True. And I laughed and laughed and laughed because uh, it was just so great. And then you take him to see the Olive Garden and then he bails on you because he has a date with a girl. So you 
And you canceled you the date. This, I for canceled. Him. Yeah, you had I a date. You canceled to go hang with him, and then yeah. he stiffed you. <laughs> yep. After you bought him his big Powerade. Yep. That is awesome. But see, that's that's the thing. It, like, it, it's kind of this running joke in our neighborhood, because Dave will 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 just kind of bail on anybody because he he gets a better offer. Yeah. You know, <laughs> whether it's inviting me to a Utah University of Utah football game. Yeah. He'll invite me the week of. I try to make plans. Oh, I'm already going with somebody else. <laughs> So, wow! So I, you get skipped by him a lot. But yeah, I, I, I mean, what can you okay. do? No, like what can it's, you it's Dave. And anyway, you two are and really um, have have changed the fabric of the show. Yeah. Obviously, um, but but Chandler, Spencer, Josh. You know, I omit Chandler a lot because Chandler's an owner. You know what yeah. I mean? So I leave him out of this a lot. <laughs> yeah. But the three of these guys have worked so hard. Well, thank uh, you. To make this into something really, really special. So it's. Uh, frankly, kind of uh, uncomfortable for me, a little weird to hear you guys say what you were saying, but I'm honored that you guys would want to be part of this. And you're damn funny. And remember, just just remember you guys are funny enough on your own Yeah. Uh, without trying to be funny. You, you know what I'm saying? I'm reminded and, and about that a lot. Now, you yeah. know why I start the show like <laughs> mid-conversation when you guys are just being yourself? Because like it, it's the funniest damn thing I don't ever. Know. I hate I, that you do that. Uh, it's, it's my favorite I, thing I, ever. And the I never know what it is <laughs> until I listen. I'm actually pretty boring, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, but you're not. No. <laughs> you're just you. Yeah. Perfect example is our anniversary night. You know how we actually spent that? Uh, I, yes, hotel, yes I do. <laughs> no. In the hotel room, eating Ritz crackers with cheese Whiz and listening to an audiobook. <laughs> I'm boring. <laughs> You know, that doesn't sound too bad, though. You're in Montana. I mean, what else can you do? Yeah. It was high and, and I got to tell you, like, you know, a year ago, you were in a hot tub in Hawaii getting busy with your new bride, and I'm calling you to yell uh, about a spreadsheet. So, <laughs> she was taking a nap. I had uh, absolutely no clue that, uh, <laughs> that you were even on your honeymoon. <laughs> I thought it was a week later. Oh, man. So, yeah. Anyway, so um, thanks, thanks to both of you guys. Yeah. And back to the Chunga Pole. Yes. Okay. Uh, the chunga pole is what promise did you make to yourself as a kid that you actually kept? Chandler's was to work in Hollywood. Work in Hollywood, yeah. I had like fifty of them that I that I uh, made possible, and these two, for whatever reason, was to work with me. <laughs> <laughs> and take Which my dad strange. to a BYU game. And take my dad to a BYU game. That's absolutely correct. Still uh, working on the killer whale thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen for you. No, yeah. I don't think it is. Let's because I don't happen. think that uh, the killer whale thing is. Do they still have those? They do in theme parks. Oh, I just I threw don't. my pin at you. You they, just hit me in the. Oh, <laughs> did I hit you in the groin? Yes. <laughs> that Sorry. hurts Sorry. so bad. <laughs> he gets yeah. excited about his whales. Ouch! I, oh man, I do. Just I do. Hit me right in the crotch <laughs> with his pen. <laughs> For all the threats oh. that have been on the history of this show of hitting somebody in the nuts, yeah. that is <laughs> a real no, he, he actually did. <laughs> About I'm a, a good shot like, when I don't even try. <laughs> this is how you know Josh is really involved in his stories when he starts throwing things. Yeah, when he it's starts true. flailing his arms. Um, can I give people a quick update about the theme parks? Talking about SeaWorld and stuff. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of controversy about Disney right now that we just kind of want to bring up to everybody. I'm getting a lot of requests to, to talk about it here on the show. So Disney, people are so mad. Can I just tell you, people are so lit right now at Disney and with good reason. If you um, if you're a Disney person right now, if you're a Disney fan right now, the best advice I could give you is to just stay away from anything Disney right now. Don't look <laughs> at the social media. Yeah. Don't look at anything. Remember how I said a couple of months ago how Disney has lost its way, mm -hmm. big time lost its way, and uh, and it's becoming more and more and more evident every single day. 
uh, they just posted their quarterly earnings. Remember how I was talking about Splash Mountain and those stock prices? And oh, what a big deal of stock yeah, prices yeah. is? Uh, the theme parks alone, last quarter, this is just a quarter, this is three months of the year, okay? Last month alone, Disney lost over $2 billion in oh, revenue. Oh, man. Just from the theme parks. Wow. It's like two point something billion dollars, nearly $3 billion alone in the theme parks. Just the theme parks. Yeah, that's not counting the movies. That's not counting merch. That's not counting anything else. Dang. That's what they've lost in in revenue just from the theme parks. Two point, I want to say it's 2.1, but there's okay. a part of me that's saying 2.8. I don't know. So forgive me. I can't remember what the point number is, but I do know it's over $2 billion that they've lost in three months. That's just in three months. That's not counting the, the, the six months that we've gone through. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. So just, just something to think about there. So they're hurting really, really bad. And they've shown a remarkable tone deafness with regard to how they're dealing with their community and their fans, uh, which I don't understand. And right now, people are absolutely livid. Problem number one was the Splash Mountain thing. So there's a, there's a petition still circulating. In fact, we should probably put it back up on Facebook to save Splash Mountain. Uh, people are livid about the Splash Mountain change, and, and that seems to be growing. That doesn't seem to be subsiding at all. Yeah. No. So now they're taking their lumps on the Splash Mountain thing. Then there was the Beyonce's Black is King thing. So now people in the flyover states are like, why are you pandering so much to these social things with Black Lives Matter and everything else? There's a massive, massive uh, cross-section of the community that's been considered the silent majority for years and years and years, and now they're not so silent anymore. So they're taking their lumps there because the Black is King thing made everybody mad. So then you have that, and now you have um, now you have this Mulan thing. Oh, yeah. Which, have you heard about Mulan? Uh, yeah. Listen, there's a couple of things, and, and I think if you're a Disney fan, you're going to want to know all of this stuff, right? Because if, you, if you've got a team, if you're following a sports team, and, you, and there's all this stuff going on, you're going to want to know. If you're a Disney fan, mm -hmm. it's the same kind of thing. Can I be honest? I, I forgot that Mulan was coming out. Well, I it's actually been done. did too, yeah. Yeah, it's been done for Chandler. It's been, what, in the can like two years or Two something? years, I think. Two or three years. Two years, mm -hmm. Mulan has been in the can and they haven't really? released it. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, the, the first problem was they had to do some reshoots. It was a terrible movie, got terrible ratings. So they, they shelved it and said, we're not going to put this out. We're going to redo this. Yeah. Focus groups hated it. Well, didn't they also change a lot of things afterwards <laughs> for China? Yes, they did. Oh. And that's one of the things that people are so mad about is that they, uh, China, the Chinese government, the, the communist Chinese government came out and said, we don't like this. We don't like this. We don't like this. So you have to change it. Disney said, no problem. Oh, of course. No yeah. problem, comrade. We're going to change this for you. Just like the NBA. <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. So they, they changed it. It's not because they're woke. It's because they're capitalists. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so they changed it because they wanted to make the money. And now they're putting, they've, they basically just said, uh, we have this thing, Mulan. It's kind of an ugly baby. It's gotten a lot of bad rap. Uh, we think we fixed it, but now we can't put it out because of the COVID-19 thing. We're not going to put it out in the theaters because too many people will go and we don't want to spread COVID. So now, which isn't true, the movie sucks. <laughs> Nobody's going to go. Yeah. So now their logic is we're going to put it on Disney+. Plus. Well, that sounds fine to me. Wait, yeah. Right. Sounds like a great idea, right? Mm -hmm. Let's put Mulan on Disney Plus and charge people $30 to rent it. <gasps> no. Wait, is this nope. on no. top of? Yes. On top of your subscription to, to Disney Plus, they're going to put Mulan on Disney Plus and you have to pay $30. 30 bucks? In-app purchases for a streaming service. 
30 bucks to watch this POS. $30. No. Wow. Where do they get that number? It beats me. I, I'm guessing some bean counter somewhere said, well, you have the, the average American family is this many people. If they were going to go see the movie, they would pay this much in tickets. Let's give them a reduced rate on how much they would pay on average for tickets and sell it for that. So we can say, oh, well, you're only paying, you're only paying so much for, for a ticket to see Mulan. Uh, it's actually cheaper than if you saw it in the theater. You can just do it from the comfort of your no, own No, even Trolls 3 was like 10 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Any movie to rent right now is, is a couple bucks. And if you want to buy it like digitally, it's like maybe 15 to 20. 30 bucks. Max. So Ugh. this is um, Chandler's right. You're right. Everybody's right. This thing is going to be a disaster. Oh. Nobody in their right mind, I, I would say, apart from a few people, are going to pay $30 to watch the live action Mulan when they've got the animated version, which is far superior. Mm -hmm. Well, With and Donny Osmond. Yeah, there, <laughs> right? There's there's no music. There's There, there are no musicals Wait, in this. Music? And there's uh -huh. no Mushu. So like, no, so no Mushu, no, it's what? it's like, uh, do you remember when they did Les Mis and it, it didn't have any of the music in it? And it with Liam Neeson. With Liam Neeson. Oh yeah, it was horrible. And it was terrible. That's what you're looking at here with this. So, For 30 bucks? 30 bucks on Disney Plus. So now people are mad because they subscribe to Disney Plus. They want to watch it, but they don't want to have to pay for it. So now what they've done, because they're so tone deaf, these people that are in charge, They've gone and said, they've gone and said, well, we're going to do this and, uh, and we may do more of this in the future. So now people are starting oh. to cancel their Disney plus because oh. they're afraid they're going to do this with the Mandalorian and they're afraid they're going to do this with all the other, all these other things, just this, this huge money grubbing kind of thing. But they're also down billions and billions and billions of dollars per quarter. So they're kind of flailing about, they've completely lost their way. Now on the heels of the Mulan thing, then they came out, people are getting upset because Disney World is open. So half the people love that Disney World is open, but they hate the reservation system and they hate the restrictions. They understand the face mask thing, but they don't like the hours and they don't like the reservations and they don't like all the other crap they have to go through to go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they basically said, we're not going. So they have people that are complaining that it's open, and then they have more people that are complaining about the way that it's opened. And they feel like, look, it's open anyway. Why not just open it the right way and just let people that want to go, go? Hey, Why don't yeah. you just do this? And so people have become so frustrated and angry by this on both sides of the argument. Disneyland, not Disneyland, Disney World is now cutting their hours. It's failing. Oh, man. Disney World being open is failing. People are canceling their reservations and they're not going. Well, I'm not surprised. Oh, I mean, if you're because taking, of the way they're doing yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, if you're taking right? people who have annual passes and you're only allowing them to go for three days out of the month, those people are the people that are going to go in and spend money on merch. Annual uh -huh. pass holders can only go for three days. I think they extended out to four or five now because no one went. But I mean, well, still, that's ridiculous. Here's the thing: is they think that most of their people are going to be coming from outside <laughs> in a normal year. That might well, be the that case. Well, at Disney World, that would yeah. very much yeah. be the case. Yeah. Yeah. That might be the case in a normal year. Yep. But this year, people can't travel. Right. And so they're not flying into Florida they're because not it's too much in. of a thing. So really what you have there are locals mm -hmm. yeah. that they're trying to cater to. But they're making it next to impossible for them to go. So here is their response. Here's their logic. Okay, well, we're cutting the hours. We're making it yet harder for you to go which isn't going to work because mm -hmm. what they're trying to do is fill up the parks during the hours that they're open because they don't want to have to pay the staff to be there as long for a nearly empty park. <sighs> so their logic is let's put more people in the park during the time it's open. 
why don't you just loosen the restrictions and let everybody go that wants to go? Because you're not really saving anybody any time or effort or, yeah. or COVID by being open the way that you're being open. No, you're not. So their, their logic is, okay, well, let's have it more full during a shorter amount of time, which is completely counter to the strategy <laughs> of the reservations to begin with. Going to piss way more people off that way. And they're going to be more mad because yeah. now they're waiting in lines for a shorter amount of time. It's so screwed up. It's just, I don't know who's running this place, but every single one of these people on the board, they all need to be fired. Every single oh, yeah. one of them. I've never seen, been a Disney fan my whole life, and I've gone through some pretty dark times with Disney. The Ron Miller years, before Michael Eisner came in and took over and saved everything. Uh, the Paul Pressler years, which nearly killed the company. They've been on the verge of hostile takeover several times, but I've never seen anything this bad from the Disney company. Mm -hmm. So to answer all of the people that are mad about the way things are being run, Bob Chapik, the, the mental giant that Bob Chapik is, the CEO that's underneath Bob Iger, which is also confusing, Bob Chapik has come out and said, well, look, we'll make it easier for you guys. Uh, if you have a Walt Disney World annual passport, we'll let you use your annual passport to buy stuff on Shop Disney. Well, that's cool. You guys have <clears throat> annual passes. For Disneyland. Yeah. Well, that's not Disney World. So he didn't do it for Disneyland no, because it's, Disneyland oh, Disney World is only. Wait, what? Disney World only. Lame. And so everybody, the, the all of the Disneyland annual pass holders, which number in the millions. I was going to mm -hmm. say, there's got to be way more Disneyland pass millions. holders. There are, yeah. Over a million people. Wow. And they're all furious now. But the Disney, because, Disney World people can go to the park. They can go to the park. Buy they the can go buy merch. Disneyland can actually, people can't. It should be reversed. Well, they, sh they can go three days a month. Yeah, but still, anyways, they can <laughs> See, go. It's just, it's just nuts oh, what my these gosh. guys are doing. So the Disneyland annual pass holders rage because we've been saying this, Disney World pass holders, Disneyland pass holders have been saying this forever, which is like, look, shopdisney.com sucks. It's horrible. It's the worst website in the world. You would think that with the Walt Disney Company, IT would be something that they have figured out and they all the way don't. It's a mess. So much is making sense right now. <clears throat> uh -huh. What? What do you mean? Because I saw a bunch of posts on Reddit about on the Disneyland subreddit, yeah, about not being able to buy the Disneyland exclusive Mickey Mouse ears because of annual pass holders, and it, it didn't make sense. But I guess these Walt Disney World annual pass holders are getting on buying all the Disneyland merch and then turning around and selling reselling. It on eBay. Yep, same thing. Yeah, they're reselling. Wow. And so the Disneyland annual pass holders, Disney World annual pass holders, have said, "Look, we're annual pass holders. You're totally screwing us with these reservations and everything. We should we should be able to get a discount." We should be able to buy the merch that we want to buy on Shop Disney because we're trying to spend money with you. You guys are losing billions of dollars every quarter and we're trying to give you money and you're making it next to impossible for us to do this. You know, you, you don't have enough of anything. You're trying to keep things in scarce supply to drive up demand, but then you don't have any sort of plan to meet that demand ever. It's a total disaster. It's oh really, gosh. really horrible. And so what Bob Chapa came out and said when everyone was raging about the annual pass holder discount on Shop Disney, he goes, well, look, there's some things you have to understand. In fact, I could even read you the quote. Oh, please do. Give me two seconds. I'll pull it up on my phone. Yep. Okay. It. Okay. I've got it here. I've got it here. We had to make a quick edit. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so uh, it took me a minute. And, uh, and then uh, it, when I say I've got it, I've got it. I mean, Chandler found it. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I couldn't find it. It's the weirdest thing ever. So this is what Bob Chapik said about the annual pass holders and why the Disney World annual pass holders are getting a cut. 
they're getting a discount and the Disneyland people are not getting a discount. Mm -hmm. He says, as you know, different guests, depending on where they are coming from, have different relative values in terms of their contribution as guests to the park. Business speak. He sounds like a robot the way he's talking there. Uh -huh. That's awful. Well, different level of contribution means there are guests that we value more than other guests. Yeah, yeah exactly. There are people that we deem to be more important than other guests. Yep. Why, in the name of Zeus's butthole, <laughs> would you ever come out as a CEO and say anything like this publicly? Why would you think it privately, first of all? Yeah, honestly. But why in the world would you ever come out and say, there are there are some of our guests that are more important than, than other guests? Especially Disney. That's like Lagoon stuff. Like, that's like, that's like a Lagoon mess up. Yeah. <laughs> this is worse than Lagoon stuff. Yeah. Let me read that again. As you know, different guests, depending on where they're coming from, have different relative values in terms of their contribution as a guest to their park. Typically, someone who travels and stays for five to seven days is more valuable to the business than someone who comes on an annual pass and stays a day or two and consumes Ooh. less merchandise and food and beverage. This is a public statement that he came out and said, and he's getting absolutely crucified on Twitter. Well, he should. The, the thing that sticks wow. out to me there is they consume less while they're there. Does he think that annual pass holders don't eat or drink? Yeah. I mean, it's like he's giving a middle finger to all the annual pass holders. Who so so uh, there's a couple oh. of things to consider. So basically what he's saying in layman terms is people go to Disney World, they're tourists, and they spend more money than the locals who primarily visit Disneyland, which isn't true. No. He's out of touch. So uh, Disneyland, sure, their number one market is Southern California. Their number two market is the Wasatch Front, where we live. That's mm -hmm. the number two market. Followed by Vegas and Portland and Seattle and Texas and and uh, and the, basically the Western U.S., even though people travel from all over the world to go to Disneyland, right? Yeah. As mm -hmm. they do for it's Disney original. World. So basically what he's saying is he's looking at the annual pass holders and saying, well, if you're an annual pass holder to Walt Disney World, you have to travel farther and you end up staying longer than you do when you're at Disneyland, mm -hmm. <clears throat> which may be the case for a percentage of their people. Every time we go, it's a minimum of four or five days. Yeah. It's usually closer yeah. to nine or 10 days yeah. when we go. Uh, that's typically what we do. And the amount of money that I've outlaid for this company has been staggering. And I think that's the case for most families in Utah. It's, yeah. it's heart-stopping, the amount of investment that we've made in the Walt Disney you Company. Know, yeah. And what's funny is the people traveling from out of town are the ones most likely to bring peanut butter sandwiches in because they've already spent all their money on tickets. It, it, well, that's not. it's just counter to the ideals yeah. of Disney. I don't know. Anyway. It is. Oh, it's totally. like, you're going to you're buy merch. That's what <clears throat> annual pass holders do. They're huge fans of Disney. So I, I don't get why he's thinking that, oh, they're not going to spend any money here when they are. They're paying $1,000 for a pass to go to your park. And I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of want to get a refund on my my annual pass. Well, at this point, even I'm considering. It, it crossed my mind. Yeah. Even no. I'm considering turning in my pass and just I, saying, hey, you know what? This is not worth it to me. Um, you guys have pissed me off over and over and over for the past over the past really the past year. All you guys have done is just crap on your most loyal people. And even I'm considering turning in my annual pass and just finding some other things to do for a while. Honestly, you know, I'm that mad at I the think, way they're treating their people. 
Uh, honestly, I think that there should be some sort of organized protest of people getting a refund for their annual pass if they can. And then buying an annual pass at like Six Flags or Lagoon. Well, it's just, it's, it's, um, it's really frustrating for me to see that you've got Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter. You have you have Bob Iger, you have Bob Chapek, you have a bunch of guys from Apple, all woke, all basically just thumbing their noses at their most loyal people that spend enormous amounts of cash. Uh, it to me, <clears throat> I feel bad for the for the middle, uh, you know, upper to middle level executives. Mm-hmm. You know, not the top tier guys. But yeah. the guys that are down in the trenches that are working hard that actually do care about the company. Uh, Bob Chapek clearly does not care about the Disney company, and neither does Bob Iger. I mean, not anymore. No. They care about their shareholders, which you have to do. I mean, I totally understand that. It, but I can tell you, I mean, even at our ridiculously little level, by comparison, our microscopic level by comparison, anytime we have any sort of decisions that are that are here at Radio Ronin, the very first thing that is paramount to everything, which is how does this how does this affect the people that are listening to the show? Yeah. How does this affect? Yeah. How does this affect? Like, how are they going to react to this? How are they? You know, not in terms of revenue, but in just in terms of how is this going to affect their lives? Mm-hmm. You know, we have we have that conversation multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. Like, how is this going to help people? If we do this, how is this going to help people? How is this going to help people? We do this legit every single day. And I understand that when you grow and you scale up, there's only so much of that stuff that you can do, but it still should be the cornerstone of what you're trying to trying to get across to your fan base and to your consumer base, right? They could very easily give Disneyland discounts on merch. That could be something. That, why would they not do that? They need the Why money. would you just thumb your nose at people that are trying to spend money with you? Why would you insult people by putting a, just a shitty movie on Disney Plus in Mulan and charging people 30 bucks to watch it? Mm-hmm. You know, that just goes to show you just how out of touch their executive leadership is at Disney right now. Um, if I'm on the board of Disney or if I am, let's, let's make it even more dangerous. If I'm a primary shareholder in Disney, I'm livid right now. Yeah. At the directions that they've taken, at the moves they've made. Uh, there's a huge, huge amount of people that are absolutely furious that Disneyland isn't open because what's happening is all the locals are going in to downtown Disney, which means they're all stuck in there in close proximity to one another and the cases are dropping. It's the same thing that I was just talking about with Lehigh, which it kind of freaked me out, but they did. the people in Lehigh couldn't care less mm-hmm. and the cases are still dropping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They've got downtown Disney open. They have thousands and thousands of people crammed into downtown Disney. They don't, there's no reservations. They don't regulate it at all beyond parking. Yeah. Or or getting into like an actual store. You have to, there's a virtual queue for that, but to get into downtown Disney. Yeah, but when you're in downtown Disney, everybody can go. Yeah, and anyone can go. So why don't they just open the park and let people do what they want to do? Let them make their own choices. You know, it's, it's it's a really frustrating thing that I could rant about for a very long time, but I know we have thousands upon thousands of Disney fans that are listening that want to know this information. So for those of you that uh, that are not interested in this, thanks for bearing with us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we've, uh, we, we try to give as many updates as we can because that's what people want to know. Yeah. So that's that's why we're doing what we're doing. Ooh, um, it's just sad. Yeah. yeah. So listen, we uh, before we get into uh, before we get into headline D and D. Yeah. Which we are ready to go. We're we set are. up. We've. I, I've. I. This is the the most popular segment in the world. <laughs> is what this is the most popular segment in the world? 
Headline D&D, uh, we've got some goblins that we need to thank. Yeah, we do. These guys, these goblins, uh, we can't thank you enough. Again, patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Radio Ronin. These guys are all paying. Uh, this is a very beefy list. And every single one of them paying a minimum of $50 a month. The tip of the spears. <clears throat> these guys are the Delta Force of the Patreon community. Without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Casper, Greg's Guide to New Music Podcast, Philip Johnson, Guy Stones, Chandler, Prince of Goblins, yeah. Summer and Brian Thatcher, Woo. Mike and Angela Wilding, Cindy Queen of Bash, who is profane and naughty and beautiful and the highlight of our chat room at Bash Music. <laughs> Every week. Very, Very true. true. Love it. Yeah. Uh, best-selling author, Joanna Reeder. Uh, Jill Reese, PC, and Nicoletti Spaghetti. Nicolette turned her cabin. I guess they were up at their cabin. They turned their cabin into Studio 54. And like, actually put the video online. Like legit, like club real lights. club lights. Awesome. Yeah, it was club so lights, cool. the whole thing. Uh, so they could have Studio 54 night up in the mountains. It was really cool. Uh, Jessica Terry, Lord and Lady Snarfingham. Up. Natalie Taylor, Cam and Alexa Bingham, Woo. Jennifer Grant, who is amazing. We love her. We love all of them. Uh, the Easton sisters, Liz and Steph, Nolan O'Shenanigan, the golden voice of Radio Ronan, Ken Kruger, yeah. Sean, big boy, Peterson. Ooh. I feel like every time I say that, I need to do it like the jazz announcer. <laughs> you know what I like? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sean, big boy, Peterson. <laughs> and then a motorcycle revving. Yeah, there's a rev. <laughs> you know, there's a rev going. Uh, let's see. Uh, Brian Miller, Greg West. Chef Shammy, fresh churn butter. Thank you, Chef Shammy. Uh, Andre's mom. Thank you, Andre's mom. Um, she she's uh, signed up for Patreon, and then we see her all over the place, and we love it. She's love awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, the following people are super goblins. These guys super. pay more, more than $50 a month. Uh, thank you very much to Lane Hilton, the American badass, Captain Lane Hilton of the uh, Unified Fire Department. Yeah. He trains firefighters, what this guy does. He's awesome. amazing. Uh, thank you very much, Lane Hilton, for your investment of fifty-one fifty a month, which is the the police code for there's a lunatic on the loose. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. That's why he does well. it. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Cronkite, fifty-one fifty-one. I don't know what Matt's. Uh, I don't know what his. If that's a code. Yeah. The most trusted man in America, Matthew he Cronkite. He should let us know. I trust so, him though. Hey Matt, let us know if there's a code there. Uh, David Kelly at fifty-five bucks a month. Not Bishop Shannon, but First Counselor Shannon West at fifty-five dollars a month. Ooh. Ian the Token Gay, Ian Newland, uh, our friend, our buddy, fifty-five dollars a month. My marriage uh, saver. Yeah, he's, yeah, <laughs> seriously. He's 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 uh, your uh, I guess wife counselor. Yeah, your wife whisperer. <laughs> I, I, I texted him <clears throat> while I was on my. Did you really? Trip. You're like help, dude. Yeah, help. he said take her to Element Spa. That's what we did. Really? Wow. Uh -huh. well, there you go. Uh, Ryan Westwood of RJ Concrete. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, $99 a month. Woo! Wow. So did I, I wasn't saying the, the David Kelly's at 55 bucks a month, by the way. You did. Yo, you uh, did. Did I, I say did that? that? Okay. Okay. I, I forgot if I mentioned that. I'm having a senior moment. <laughs> uh, just a girl, Jean at a Hansky. Yeah. Just a girl, Jean. Yeah. And her awesome family, a hundred bucks a month. Thank you. Jean Marie Hutchinson. Uh, we love you. John F. Kennedy, we love you. Thank you very much, John Kennedy. Also, 100 bucks a month. My wow. evil twin, my twin sister, Angela Hammond, uh, at 150 150 bucks a oh, month. Oh, man. My wow. God. Damn. Woo. And Castle, the Holy Goblin, at an undisclosed amount. Yeah. yeah. He just posted a picture of a bison, and I need that in my life. 
Yeah, it, it was. A, I saw. It was an amazing picture. How he, how he got that close and didn't die? I don't. He must don't have know. had a big ass lens to do that. <laughs> but thinking. seriously, go check it out. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So, uh, speaking of Castle the Holy Goblin, uh, we have not had him on the show in quite some time. Oh, and yeah. I think as we start getting into as we start getting into the fall, maybe we should start doing some more paranormal stuff. Ooh, Please. yeah, I think that's yes. a great idea. Yeah, yes. I'm kind of I'm ready to kind of jump back in. Like maybe I know we can't do ghost hunts, and thank you goblins for your patience. We yeah. can't do it because of the the pandemic. But maybe we can get some video and some stuff that Castle's done. Some EVPs and. Some EVPs, Ooh. and maybe we can do a, no pun intended, a skeleton crew where Castle, Chandler, <laughs> Spencer, Josh, and myself go up somewhere and stream from a haunted location. Oh, yeah, that's a good oh. idea. I actually love this idea. You could come Whoa. to my back room. Oh, my gosh. I'm thinking, like, maybe we can go, we can talk to our good buddy Bo up at Fort Douglas, or... Although I don't know that I would have the stones if it's just the five just of us, us. <laughs> yeah. to be walking around yeah. up in Fort Douglas. I'm, I'm sure uh, Castle would know a place. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, maybe that way we can do somewhere new. I think we can we can work on this, and and because we can't have you with us because of the uh, you know, you know, maybe, um, but yeah, maybe we yeah. can stream it and let everybody watch it. That'd actually be a lot you of know? fun. That'd be tons Ooh, of fun. That's cool. uh, we'll, we'll try we'll try and figure that out. But one thing I do know for sure is we can bring Castle in, and we can do some para- have some some fun with the paranormal, uh, and have him bring some stuff in a couple of different times through fall. I think yeah, that'd yes, be a great idea. Yes. Absolutely. And I think Panda's got some stuff too. We can bring Panda in and have him help too. So it should be fun. I'm ready. I'm see. I'm, I'm ready, dude. I'm I'm just ready. I'm all the way ready for Revan. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. He's <laughs> in, in, so, in that zone. Uh, all right, we're ready for headline D and D. I think Let's we are. This. Yes, we are. Yes. So again, what is headline D and D for those of you who don't know? Really, really simple. It's really stupid news. Except we don't read the stories. Nope. Yep. That's all it is. is it? It's really stupid news, but we only look at the headlines. And we ask our producers on up, uh, our Radio Ronin Patreons, that that are real live producers of the show, to send us in stuff. Yep. And people yeah. are sending in more and more and more content. We highly encourage you to do it. In fact, I would be very happy if all of these stories came from, from our producers. I would love it. Or goblins. Great, yeah. That would be absolutely wonderful. So we don't read the stories at all. We basically have the links and we have the title of the story and we give it a number. I roll a 10-sided D&D die. We have eight stories. Why do we have 10 sides and eight stories? Because if we roll a one, that's a critical hit. Good things happen. If I roll a, or if I no, roll a ten, 10 excuse yeah, me, it's a critical hit and good things happen. Uh, we read four stories and you can't get a critical miss. What's a critical miss? If we roll a one, bad things happen. If we roll a one, the show is over. Aww, that quick. Aww. It's happened once. Yes, it, it has. has. Yeah. It has happened once. So here we go. Okay. Spencer has a whole thing. I'm gonna put the castle has been it, it, the die. There we go. The castle, Castle de Ronan. <laughs> here we go. Oh. Ooh, two. Oh. Oh. I actually got very this close. one from a lot of different listeners. And it was kind of on one and tipped. <laughs> so I'm going with two. It's a two. Okay. I got this one from like 15 different listeners all sent this to me. Okay. So this is from the most trusted news source in the world, the BBC. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. A, that's actually not far off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. BBC's legit, man. It's super legit. Cheeky boar leaves nudist grunting in laptop chase. Whoa! Che- cheeky, cheeky boy leaves no nope. boar. Cheeky boar yeah. leaves nudist grunting in laptop chase. I don't even know. There's, There's a like, picture. It's like a. It's like a <laughs> <laughs> it is a naked butt. 
Oh, that is a, that is like the most British butt I think I've ever seen. And that was like the most poorly conjugated sentence I think I've ever heard in my life. Well, that's because yeah. it's a nudist in Berlin uh, who got too close to nature for comfort when a wild boar snatched his plastic bag, which had his laptop inside. Oh, nice. The naked man gave chase to the boar and her two piglets, much to the amusement of fellow sunbathers. Adele Londrer, an actor and life coach, took photos of the chase in Tuflisse, a popular bathing spot, and put them on Facebook. Hey, boar, you take my pants, I kick your ass. <laughs> Come back here, boar. <laughs> Nature strikes back, she wrote, adding that the man laughed it all off. He gave it his all. With not a stitch on, she reported. Uh-huh. I showed the photos to the man and he laughed soundly and authorized me to make them public. She says he was very focused mm-hmm. on the chase. While the man was bathing, the boars calmly ate a pizza from his backpack and then they took the pack. There's nothing. So did he get his clothes back or did he not get it back? I don't think he oh, has clothes on. It, no, it was he, his, was his a, computer. he was a nudist. Well, I know, but I, I would think that he would probably have some chonies or something in his backpack. No. He had nothing. No. He, he had his laptop and a plastic bag, which is like a Walmart bag. Yeah. So that, that's what he was keeping his. Well, no, his it was. So did he not get any of the, the Borte? He didn't get any of it. It, it was a. She said it was. They found his yellow bag and decided to take it away. But the man who owned it realized that the bag had his laptop. So it was like a yellow, like sun bag, day uh, bag. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. So that's. We don't know if he got it back or not. Uh, it looks like he How did get it back. How could you not cover that part in the story? <laughs> BBC! <laughs> Is so he was so very focused on the run behind the boards to get it all back. The onlookers adored him and how focused he stayed. I love that that, that they keep bringing that up. Oh, the man was very focused. And when he came back with his yellow bag in the hand, we all clapped and congratulated him for his success. He's like the German Davy Crockett, he fought a boar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, they said the back to nature Uh, movement is known for. Free culture? Well, I don't know. <laughs> or free means. body culture or FFK for short. And that's how they oh, end the free, story. Okay. All right. Well, fair Thanks, enough. BBC. So who sent that in? Did somebody send that in to us? Uh, we had that one from Jared Smith. We had that one from Taylor oh, from Myers. A lot of people. Oh, cool. We had that one from. Okay. So a lot of people yeah. sent that one. Yeah. Uh, no nice. joke. All right. Well, there you go. Roll number two. Next one. Seven. Okay. Josh, this one was the one you sent me. Who is this from? Uh, I can't remember now. Josh! <laughs> You can't remember. He just sent me the story and said, this is from a listener, so I slotted it in. And I told you, but then I forgot Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Josh. So th- if this is yours, you can yell at Josh. <clears throat> this comes from The B News. Woman shoots fi- fiancé in groin. Josh. That's it. Is that it? That, that's, 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 that's all there it. is. On that's Thursday, 0730, 2020. Like a, a spitwad or a BB gun? Potato gun? Potato yeah. gun, no, Nerf it, gun. Oh gosh, um, are there pictures? Oh. The 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 nine one one call was dispatched to a female subject shooting a male subject in the groin. Upon arrivals, deputies found a female subject running from the residence and made contact with her. The female admitted to shooting the male and subject and was taken into custody. Uh huh. Okay. The fifty four year old male was located inside the residence and found to have multiple gunshot wounds to his lower torso. The male subject was transported to Kingman Regional Medical Center, where he underwent surgery. Yeah, was it? Did they reattach it? (laughs) Maybe bigger. I don't know. (laughs) Can you add a add a couple inches? No. Use one of my toes if you have to. (laughs) No. That's about the sum of the story. 
That's not. That's a terrible, that's a terrible story. story. Listen, we don't read these. There's no context. We of legit why she did don't it. read these. Who uh, sent that uh, one? That in? was terrible. Who sent that Josh, one in? Who sent that one? I in? think that might have been Josh, and he's just trying to hide it. Did you on send a, that in on, on your own? Listener? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Roll number three. Last one. <clears throat> Seven. Oh, hold on a sec. That is. Oh yeah. Eight. Oh, sausage vending machines booming in Germany. Oh, I like this already. I'm actually kind of... Oh, okay. This one is yeah. also from the BBC, but it looks like it's a video. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh, so they sent us a video. Let me see. You can't send us a video? That uh, doesn't help. Nope, nope, nope. There's there's a s- description. Okay. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Hungry Germans craving a sausage in the dead of the night are increasingly turning to vending machines for their bratwurst and bo- bockwurst and barbecue meats. The machines are booming outside Germany's cities where shops are less likely to stay open for long hours, according to the survey of the German press agency. So they can get their meat in tube form from a vending machine. <sighs> That's Sounds not a bad Is that like idea. a little microwave well, in it? Thought, like, but didn't it we used you? to have hot dog vending machines here? I thought we used to have mm-hmm. those. I never no, have seen You've never seen those? No. Some butchers' vending machines sell three to four types of sausages, punnets, and potato salad. So customers <laughs> can buy all their needs for a traditional hearty German feast. No, listen, I've seen a hot dog vending machine somewhere. What? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know if it was in America or not. They have basically they have steamed hot dogs. You order one, it kicks out a steamed hot dog into a toasted bun, and it drops down oh, that's in a amazing. little package. What? That's not this. And then you can get your ketchup packets and all this other stuff. Uh, no, no, no this is like package, like, legit, like a normal. I can't vending remember machine. where I was. was. I know someone really who's listening one. has seen one of those. It sounds very American, though. I yeah, can't I mean, remember I where I was. That. I'd be yeah. okay with that. Oh. Yep. Huh. All right. Well, no. well all right. This I want a hot sucked. dog. <laughs> I don't know. That's it. Those stories sucked. <laughs> they were not good. <laughs> hey, no, it's not your fault, Listener, send me more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to have better headline D&D stories. That, sometimes that happens. Like, it's just the roll of the dice. Sometimes it, we have good stories. The first stories, one was good. Good. First one was great. First one was great. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and really, that's really what you want, right? You get one, you're okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. That's your show for your Monday. I hope you have every. I hope everybody has a fantastic week. Uh, thanks for uh, for letting us have a show off. We apologize. We try not to do that at all, if possible. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know what's happening with my voice today. <laughs> Rona. <laughs> I got the Rona. Anyway, hey, thanks, guys. Uh, we will see you on Thursday for what's happening. Hot stuff. Don't forget to call in when we're recording the show on Tuesday nights. Yep. Tuesday nights. Tuesday. 30 Tuesday. 30 Tuesday. All right, we'll see you on Thursday. And remember, Ford, Chevy, uh, nobody cares, man. You do you. <laughs>